Everyone can help. You can make a difference in the life of a veteran. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255. This is 1320 AM WATR Waterbury. Shutdown stalemate. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. It's day 12, and despite a meeting at the White House, there's no sign the government will reopen anytime soon. Fox's Jared Halpern live on Capitol Hill. And no breakthrough after congressional leaders met with President Trump about border security. Incoming House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Democrats will vote tomorrow on bills to reopen agencies currently shut down. We are giving him a Republican path to do that. Why would he not do it? The legislation does mirror bipartisan spending bills and includes border security funding, but would not add any new money for a border wall. The president's been very clear that um, it's not his, not the bill he would support. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy says President Trump invited lawmakers back on Friday after congressional leadership races. Lisa. Jared, before the meeting, President Trump told reporters we need a physical barrier on the southern border. He says everything else is very minor compared to the power of a wall. The sheriff in Caswell County uh, in North Carolina releasing a report after a deadly lion attack on a wildlife center intern. Fox's Steve Rappaport has this live. Lisa, the incident report says it took three tranquilizers and eight gunshots to subdue the lion, but it does not explain how the animal escaped a locked holding area while its enclosure was being cleaned. Staff tried using raw meat to lure the lion back into the holding area after it mauled Alexandra Black, and the tranquilizers used had no effect. When the 14-year-old male lion began approaching the victim again, deputies fired several shots to take him down. The Wildlife Center remains closed while the investigation continues. Lisa? Steve Wall Street at the close. The Dow gained 19 points. The Nasdaq added 31. The S&P added 3 points. Apple warning disappointing iPhone sales will cause a significant drop in its revenue over the holiday season compared to earlier projections. CEO Tim Cook made the announcement today after the markets closed. This is Fox News. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. 
Sheriff, who led the investigating commission into the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting, defending the recommendation to allow school staff members to carry firearms on campus. The official report of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting recommends allowing staff, including teachers, to carry weapons. Pinellas County, Florida Sheriff Bob Gilateri chaired the commission and says people need to put gun politics aside. Not in the ideal world, what you'd like to have, but what can you live with? And I tell you what I can't live with is I can't live with dead kids. And people talk about all the parade of horribles. Well, this might happen and that might happen. There's no greater parade of horribles than dead kids. The recommendations in the report are now something for the legislature to decide if and when to enact. In Miami, Eben Brown, Fox News. Officials trying to track down why several passengers on a plane got sick shortly before takeoff yesterday. The six passengers who became ill were on board a Frontier Airlines flight. Fox 13 in Tampa reports the affected travelers were removed from the plane and treated but did not want to be hospitalized. Their symptoms weren't disclosed. Hopkins International Airport in Cleveland, where the flight originated, said in a release that water fountains in one concourse were shut down and sanitized, but not before Ohio health officials took samples for testing. Results are expected in a couple of days. Other passengers were held on board for about an hour before being cleared and allowed to leave. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. He interviewed infamous wrestlers like Macho Man Randy Savage, the Ultimate Warrior, and Hulk Hogan. Mean Gene Okerlund has died. Okerlund started as an interviewer in the Minneapolis-based American Wrestling Association. He moved to the WWE in 1984 and hosted several shows, including All-American Wrestling, Tuesday Night Titans, and Primetime Wrestling, World Wrestling Entertainment, announcing the 76-year-old's death. No details on the cause of death were given. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. This is Chris Fortier from the WATR Newsroom at five minutes past the hour with your 60-second news brief. A Waterbury man is due in court today after crashing his vehicle into the Griffin Hospital emergency room in Derby last June. 51-year-old Stuart Paskovich turned himself into Derby police on a warrant for DUI. He was four times over the legal limit for alcohol. Police say Paskovich was driving his vehicle up Division Street when he struck an unoccupied parked vehicle in the emergency room parking lot. The collision caused the parked vehicle to crash through the building. No one was injured in the ER but Paskovich was treated for minor injuries. And a memorial service for Woodbury First Selectman William Butterly is scheduled for Sunday. Meanwhile, acting First Selectman Barbara Perkinson and Selectman George Hale met with town attorneys Monday and tell the Republican-American there is a strong possibility they will name Butterly's successor during a meeting on Friday. The memorial is set for noon to 4 o'clock on Sunday at the Old Town Hall on Mountain Road. Some light snow and rain will develop after midnight with temperatures near 32. This is Chris Fortier, 1320 News. Live from WATR's penthouse studios high above Waterbury, Connecticut, here's Medically Speaking with your host, Robin Sills. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Yes, this is Robin Sills from Trinity Health of New England, St. Mary's Hospital. Johnny apparently experimented with a new opening, and I love it. So... (laughs) I absolutely love it. We we changed our jingle a bit at St. Mary's. We don't really have a jingle. We have a great commercial, which we're going to get and put in for the middle of the show. But Johnny came up with his new opening. So we definitely want to hear your feedback. So, Johnny, can they email you if they don't like it? 
or if they wanted they should email you they should email me okay so you can email me at robin.sills at stmh.org let me know what you think robin.sills stmh.org so happy new year everyone I hope everyone had a wonderful safe happy healthy holiday we um, definitely did in our house totally enjoyed my grandsons to pieces and my children and all of our family my husband's family came down with the flu though a bunch of them a bunch of them came down with the flu so we didn't have the sills gang so that's okay everybody's on the men so once they're better they can descend upon the uh, regency and prospect and we'll have another well we have a lot of january birthdays on that side so the only thing is we're already going to be well on our way to our healthy eating so the menu i had planned for the december party will definitely new and improved for the January party because we all have to eat healthy because we've all made what we call those New Year's resolutions. So yes, welcome back. Welcome 2019. And that is a little bit of what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a new year, a new you, those New Year's resolutions for 2019, 2018, 2017, all the ones that we've had in the past, but 2019 bigger and better. And hopefully we can help you do that. And who we're going to have on with us tonight, we're going to change the programming up a bit this uh, coming month. We are going to definitely focus on a new year, new you, and we're going to have speakers. And I know we tried to do this last year, but this year we have an incredible calendar set up by all of our hospitals in Trinity Health of New England. So we're going to have speakers from all the different markets, one from Hartford, one from uh, the Mercy Market, and also, of course, from the Greater Waterbury Market from St. right at St. Mary's Hospital. So it'll give you a little taste about what we're doing throughout the region and be able to pull in those experts that we have at our fingertips because we are a much larger hospital institution now. So tonight, I have the pleasure of having Erin Ballou, who is a health educator at St. Francis Hospital and also out at Johnson Memorial. Hi, Erin. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I'm really excited to have you on with us tonight. So, you know, you and I talked a bit today, and one of the things that we really wanted to focus on, you know, we're part of, of course, the uh, Spirit of Women Network, and they give us this incredible template of topics for the month. So what we try to do is take a topic and help it to fit within the month and, and identify speakers in each market that could help us with that topic and you know we're talking about those new year's resolution new year new you and i know you did new year new you last year you did a great program with it and it really fits into what we want to do for this coming month so being a health educator out in hartford in the greater hartford area you take the opportunity to take these topics and really create a program out of them I do, and I will say that, you know, this is a call I get every year from a number of different places, people wanting me to come in, um, offer some programs, talking about, you know, just how to go about making some healthful changes for the new year, because it's just a, a natural time of year, I think, to think about um, what they, what people want to be a little bit different this year, and um, you know, focusing a little bit more on health, physical activity, nutrition. Those are all things, um, you know, that I think we're all thinking about come January. And we can't help it because starting like December twenty eighth, the commercials start with, you know, <laughs> all the gyms having their commercials, and then all the different diet programs having all their commercials, and then as you're sitting there eating the crumbs off the 
Christmas cookie tray, right? right? And you're looking at that leftover eggnog in the refrigerator and you know that you need to get moving. But oh, you, yeah. you just, you're like, well, I'll start right after New Year's, right? I'll start right after that. Well, I think it's hard to start any sooner. So I think, you know, we all, we spend, oh, a month and a half or so um, getting through all of these special celebrations and special meals and parties and, you know, eating food that we're not used to and, you know, that aren't a normal part of our daily lives. And um, I think everyone just gets to the point after the holidays where, okay, time to get back on track. Um, and I don't know about you, but boy, I'm done. I'm done with it once I get back to January. So it's just time to kind of clean things up and thinking about, you know, what changes we could make for the new year that might get us going back on the on the right track. Yeah, you know, and I so agree with you. And I think the hardest part and, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is I think we all like, yeah, I'm going to exercise more. I am going to eat right. But, but what does that really mean? Right. So what does that really mean? And, you know, you go out and you take um, information out to different different um, groups, you know, and how do you help to educate individuals in the community about the best way to go about starting off right in a new year? Like, you know, what is what are some of the tricks of the trade that we can share with people tonight? I know you you sent me a bunch of stuff, which is incredible. You've done an amazing amount of research, but you have something here about setting those specific goals and something that's called make them smart. Can we can we talk about that? Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a, the acronym SMART, um, and it's a guide to help people set goals in a way um, so that you can achieve them and be successful in mm-hmm. setting your goals. Um, so using the acronym SMART, we want your goals to be specific. Mm-hmm. We want them to be measurable. Um, you want them to be achievable relevant to you and then time bound so if you can follow that acronym smart and we can talk a little bit more in detail about that um, if you'd like definitely um, if you follow that it's going to help you achieve your goals a little bit more than if you just make you know kind of a blanket here's what i'm going to do i'm going to be healthier this year right um I, so yeah, smart, that's an, that's really that's really a great acronym so smart so okay my goals are going to be smart so the first one the S stands for, for specific. So what do you mean by specific when we're talking about setting those goals? Right. So you want your goal to be clear and specific. You want to answer questions like, what do I want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What is the, why is this goal important to me? Um, who is involved? Do I need to have my family supporting me mm-hmm. with this goal? Um, and what resources or limits are involved? So really spelling out what you're trying to accomplish with your resolution or your goal and making it clear, like you said before, you know, not just saying, well, I want to get healthy this year. Right. Um, but, but maybe it looks more like, um, you know, I want to start running and I'm going to make make a goal of mine to run a mile um, by February 28th, um, for example. So being real specific about what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And, and can, do you think people can set one or more specific goals for themselves? Yeah, I think absolutely. And to me, um, a lot of um, you know healthy behaviors tend to go hand in hand mm-hmm. and they're supported by each other, right. if you know what I mean. Right. So if maybe a goal is to lose a certain amount of weight in the new year, um, you know, how do we achieve that? Well, right. you could do things by 
you know, like eating healthier, eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more water, exercising. So, you know, it can be more than one thing at, at, at a time that you're working on. Um, but I do think it's helpful to start small and then build on that. Because if you achieve that small goal, you can reset yourself and right. add on to it, right? So right, yeah. if you say, you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, and then you find that those you know, and I'm going to try to lose 10 pounds within two months. And then all of a sudden the 10 pounds comes off in like six weeks. You can say, wow, I got there already. I got there. Now let's, maybe I can lose another five more. And then you slow increments and say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And then you only lose 20 and you feel like you've never really met your goal. So you're like, this is the best I'm going to be. Yeah, I think um, small incremental goals are a great way to go because um, it just, it, it, it helps it to not feel so overwhelming. Right. And then each time you meet one of those small incremental goals, you know, it's a, it's a pat on the back. It makes you feel good, and it gives you that encouragement to continue to work at it. When you look at this, the specifics of within specific goals um, mm-hmm. for the S, what, you know, you have, why do, what do I want to accomplish? Okay, so you, you mentioned, okay, lose weight, I'm going to exercise, whatever that is. But why is the goal important is one of the other questions you said. And so, you know, the goal is important, I think, to me, that would be looking at, is it a health reason? Is it a psychological reason? I mean, is that what you mean by why is the goal important? Yeah, I mean, I think there needs to be something really meaningful Mm. behind, you know, these resolutions or these goals that you're setting for yourself. And I think that involves sitting down and taking a little time to map out, you know, exactly that. Why is this important to me? You know, is it, is it, is it just about fitting in my jeans? I was just going to say that, right. But, you know, I think if you really sit down and put some time into thinking about what that means for you and to you um, and give it a little bit um, more substance than that, you know, really look at it from a health perspective, then it becomes, um, you know, something much more than just fitting in the jeans. It becomes about really achieving health goals, you know, that are going to make you feel better, make you healthier, make you, you know, live a more fulfilling life. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important to really sit down and, and put some thought into, right. you know, why it is you're trying to achieve that goal. Because then it's long term. Right. right. Well, that's and, the idea. Yes. And, and one of the other pieces that you have in here would, which, which resources or limits are involved, I guess, to me, in looking at that bullet under being specific, would mean... It is, is, do I have the resources available to me to help me succeed, or what do I need to help me succeed? Right, absolutely. Um, so whether that's, you know, um, looking at the hospital's calendars to see what classes are available that might, you know, support you and um, help you achieve these goals and help to, to get you some ed- education um, to help support you in those goals, um, or, you know, it, maybe the resources might be a, f- a friend right. to, to uh, exercise with or to try and, you know, eat a little bit healthier with. Um, and those resources can look really different for different people. Right. But I think, you know, absolutely searching those out ahead of time and thinking about, you know, what do, what do I need to help achieve to achieve these goals? What resources? Um, and and try to try to find them because there are a lot of out there in the community um, that could be very helpful. And they help hold us, they help hold us accountable too, right? Right. Absolutely. 
You know, and then, you know, you said limits in here, too. And when I think of limits and I think of limitations, my little nursing cap comes on and I think of, you know, individuals out there. I mean, it's not limited to anyone, even with a limitation. You just need to find what's right for you. Right. Right, yeah. When when you, we were talking about limits, I'm thinking in my head, like, what could that be? Well, right. if you're trying to start a new physical activity program, but you don't have access to, let's say, a gym um, to work out in, and, you know, with the it getting dark so early, sometimes it's difficult to get outside for right. a walk or a run after work. Um, you know, what, what other options are there? So right. it might be, you know, heading to your local mall for a right. walk in the mall in the morning, uh, climate-controlled, safe environment, or just searching out, you know, kind of what those limits are, but what resources are available that might be able to help support you. So, you know, that that S being specific, it's looking at those things that you need to address. And I think these are great. So, I mean, I'm happy to share these with my audience. So if anybody wants them, I had given out my email. I'm happy to share these because this is great. But, you know, the S being specific, really looking at what you're trying to accomplish and what you need to help you get it done. So the next piece to that, so we're talking SMART, the Mm -hmm. M stands for what? So that is measurable. So um, having some sort of a measure Mm. um, in the goal that Mm. you're working on, that's going to help you track your progress Mm. along the way. So let's say you're working on, like I said before, maybe physical activity or something, or you want to start running. Um, Finding a way to... um, almost assign a number or assign some sort of a measurement, whether it's how much, how many, how will I know when it's accomplished, um, that's going to help you work towards that goal. So, uh, for example, I want to start running becomes I'd like to be able to run a mile Mm. by February 28th. That's a measurable goal um, that I can work towards, and it helps me to assess where I am in in terms of progress and helps to keep me focused, um, and I can even set some deadlines to work towards that. And there's lots of apps out there, right, nowadays yeah. with exercise that help you to track and measure. You know, I was at a, a program Trinity had... Um, it was a leadership conference and we had to do we had an activity to do and I was sitting at a table with two runners I not being one of them mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I my running days are done but I, I watched them with their apps we were doing this project and it was amazing to me that all the information they had stored on in their phone on this app that tracked you know the goals oh, so you were yeah, able well, they, I'm sorry no that's how um, you're able to track it and I think that's great it could be an app, it could be an activity tracker, you know, where you're right. counting steps um, or you're counting miles. There's so much out there now that can help us to, um, you know, really set these measurable, tangible goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if that's something that you really get into, that it, it can be a, a really encouraging thing to, to keep you going when you're trying to achieve these um, resolutions or goals. Well, you know, I live in a 55 and older community, as the audience well knows. And by the way, if anyone wants to call in 203-757-1320, we definitely um, welcome your calls. That's going to be the news resolution for my audience, more callers. I hear all the time, everybody's listening. They tell me, oh, we listen to your show, we listen to your show. More callers, more engagement. We really want to hear that you're out there. So anyway, um, I live in this 55 and older community, and it's really funny because a lot of Everybody walks in there. They they do me. Sh- I I can't even hold a candle to the amount of 
steps that they put in but they all have their steps and they all try to beat each other they're they're all in contest with each other and i think that's so neat they actually we have a woman that does classes um there and they have aerobics and they have yoga and all those things but you know they really people really do take the time to track each other and it's a little bit competitive that's okay yeah that's all really right good. it's it's a um, you know a little bit of competition isn't a bad thing, but right. it's also you know being a part of a community and having um, you know a community to work towards a goal together with. I think that can be um, a, a great thing when you're trying to make some positive health changes. So, so um, when you're I'm a ta- big fan of the activity trackers, absolutely. So also when you're talking goals, not just activity. I mean, can are the goals other things too, like like um, the types of food you eat or the calories you're taking in? Sure, we keep talking about activity, but, um, you know, it could be um, if you're talking about an app to track, you know, what you're eating, how many calories. I mean, it can get into the nitty-gritty of macronutrients and micronutrients. There are, you know, a lot of different options that you can use to kind of help get you back on track in terms of your, your diet as well. So we did the S, which is specific. Now with the M is measurable. So we've come up with our specific goals and how and what we need to accomplish them. We've come up with a way to measure those to keep ourselves on track and honest. What does the A stand for? The A stands for achievable. Mm. It needs to be a realistic goal, Mm. one that you can attain and be successful with. Mm. Um, So, you know, it's great to have you know, really high lofty goals, but making sure that you're setting the goal in a way that it's something that you can easily achieve. Um, And again, going back to the small incremental changes, that's one way to do it. So set a smaller achievable goal. um, And then when you reach it, if you want to keep going, set another one, but making it so that it's something you can easily or that you can accomplish. um, And that's realistic for you. So if the goal is, say, weight loss, you know, not setting a I want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks goal, but maybe, you know, 10 pounds in a few months right. um, is more achievable or breaking it down to, you know, a five pound goal to start with. So making it achievable um, for you is going to be more motivating. And, and help you to succeed and not get discouraged, right? Absolutely, yes. So what are some of the questions people ask you when you're setting those goals? So usually an achievable goal is going to answer the questions, how can I accomplish this goal and how realistic is this goal for me? Yeah, that makes sense because how, how can I accomplish it and how realistic is it? It's different for everybody, right? Absolutely, yes. So my 10 pounds might be your five, right? Yeah, no, I mean... You know, it always has to be personalized mm. for you. Um, and the only person that can answer, you know, what that means is is, is you. So, um, you know, looking at what's going to be a real and it, and it could be a realistic, not just, you know, realistic for you now, but, you know, you have to take into consideration a lot of different things. So if it is like a weight loss goal, you know, um, what do I have in the next few months? Mm. Um Who's living in my house? Who else, you know, do I cook for other people? Um, do I travel a lot for work? All of those things, looking at all of the different mm-hmm. factors that might go into, you know, how you're going to achieve that goal are going to be important um, and are going to factor into, 
you know, how achievable, how realistic it is, and, and really impact what the goal is that you set for yourself. Yeah, very much. And we'll talk, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but very much like our CEO, um, Dr. Edie did, and we have the 61 day challenge and we started that the day of day after Halloween. <laughs> That was a tough one. Yeah, right through through Thanksgiving and Christmas. That That was was not easy. That was not easy. Yeah, it was not easy. Um, You know, I think it was, they called it the 61-day challenge for a reason. Um, But I I think that, um, you know, it was great to raise awareness of the fact that that is, you know, the prime time of the year when people tend to put on weight right. and really kind of abandon their everyday normal, you know, healthy eating act- activities. Um, uh, and, and it's a way to kind of just bring it, bring it to the, to the forefront of people's minds and give them a, a lofty goal to shoot for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will talk about that more because we're going to definitely try to get Dr. Edie on to talk about the successes we had with that as a, as a region. So um, S is specific. M is measurable, A is achievable. What's the R for SMART? The, the R is relevant. Um, it's really important that the goals matter to you. Like we mm-hmm. talked about before, um, really sitting down, thinking about the goals that you want to accomplish and really putting some time into thinking about why it's important to you. Right. Um, why is it worthwhile for you? And then thinking about things like, is it the right time for you? Like I just mentioned, you know, right. is, it, is it a good time for you to take on, you know, working for this goal? Because, you know, if not, then it's not an achievable goal. Right. Um, and then just, you know, really thinking about whether it's the right goal for you and not just maybe joining in on a goal that you're your best friend has, um, but making it something that's important to you, um, that's worthwhile to you, is going to help really encourage you to keep working towards that goal. You know, it, you have a piece here, does this match our other efforts or needs? Does this match? You know, and it's so true. Does it really match what you're doing in your life? And it, are, are you able to compare what you're doing in your life with this goal and be able to stay on course with it? Right. Absolutely. And am I the right person to reach this goal? You have something here that says that. So yep. is this a goal that's right for me or is it right for my husband or is it right for someone else in my life? Are they more relevant to right. achieve this goal of running a marathon, say, right? Right. Yeah. No, I, I think um, it's so easy to get swept up in this time of year. In fact, I, my best friend and I talk about these things a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I sent her a text, you know, first thing in the morning, January 1st, like, okay, what are we doing? Right. Which is great because it is, you know, my best friend and we're working on these things together and it's a support system that's there. But it really does have to be um, something that we both feel good about and we both feel is, is worthwhile for our time and effort and, and needs to specifically, you know, be relevant for us. So um, it, it definitely takes that special consideration when you're working on a goal to make sure that it, it's the right thing for you. Well, you mentioned something else too, you know, you texted your friend, so you had a buddy system, right? So that's really important because you hold each other accountable. And we talk about that a lot in a lot of things that we do with healthcare. that right. having that person to hold each other accountable about getting their mammograms, about getting their you know health and wellness checks, checkups, or did you get your flu shot? Or are we going to stay on track for our walk? If you're walking with someone daily, you can't just blow it off because it's not just you doing it. Right. But even even that... 
sometimes I think takes some consideration. Hmm. Sometimes I want a buddy, right? And sometimes it works better for me to do it on my own. So you have to know um, yourself, I guess, right? Right. Really sitting down and thinking about, you know, how is this going to work work for me? Um, so, for example, I. I I'm a runner, um, working to get back into it after some injuries, but there have been times where I really want to run with someone else, but mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to be by myself, right. and I know that I'm you know, more likely to go running if I, if I can just get out there and not worry about the timing of someone else and right. waiting for someone and trying to fit it into their schedule. So, um, you know, I think, you know, just like we were talking about, it has to it has to work for you. Right. So you have to um, sit down and think about how the, how it's going to work best for you. And sometimes it's a complement of both, right? Absolutely. Have you yeah. know having someone hold you accountable just a little bit, but then being able to have the strength, the inner strength, to do it on your own. I think so. To achieve yep. those goals. So I want to end with the T. The T. The T is timed or time bound. So, um, you know. Every goal that we make for ourselves, or at least every good goal that we make for ourselves, really needs to have a target date so that you've got a deadline that you are focusing on. Um, so let's say getting back to the example of losing weight. Mm. Um, you know, maybe it's a small incremental goal of five pounds, and I'm going to give myself a date of the end of March. So it's um, measured. It's time-bound, it's specific, um, and it's something that's achievable. Right. Um, So really answering the questions of, you know, when am I going to do this? Um, um, You know, what can I do today to reach my goal? What can I do six weeks from now to reach my goal? Um, But really, you know, focusing on a target date so that um, you don't really give other things in your life more priority over it um, and you make it uh, a priority for you. So before we uh, take our quick break, see how quick it goes, Erin? It's already happening. Yes, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, before we take the quick break, I just want to recap what we said because I think it's really important. So we're, you know, we're focusing on these New Year's resolutions and how we can become more healthy and how we can stay on track and make it a lifetime change and not just a resolution that unfortunately goes by the wayside. So Erin has this really neat little um, analogy called SMART goals. And the SMART, go ahead, Erin, I'll let you say what the SMART stands for. Sure, the SMART is for, or the S is for specific. Um, the M is for measurable. The A is achievable. The R is relevant. And the T is time-bound. So specific goals, measurable goals, achievable goals, relevant goals, and some time-bound goals. That's a good way to start your resolution. We will be right back with Erin Ballou and more on a healthy, well new year.
back the old music. It's killing me. It's killing me. We'll get it right. By the time December 31st, 2019 comes along, we're going to have it right. So welcome back, everyone. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, Trinity Health of New England. We are here tonight talking about New Year, New You, some resolutions and and those commitments that we make. And we really want to help you make the commitments that are right for you. So I have with me tonight Aaron Ballou, who's a health educator for Trinity Health of New New England, based out of St. Francis Hospital in Hereford, as well as a Johnson Memorial. Hi, hi, Erin. Hello. You sound awesome. Thank you. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing great. I know radio's not your forte, but you would never know. You're doing wonderful. Well, now I have something new I can add to the resume, right? Absolutely. So Erin does a great job about putting programs together and going out into the greater Hartford community, uh, doing programs for our St. Francis Hospital and Johnson Memorial out that way. And she goes to a lot of different groups, uh, senior centers as well as women groups, and talks a lot about health promotion in different programming. And we have a lot of information that is given to us through our spirit of Women a Toolkit. We're a Spirit of Women Hospital, and we are so blessed to be able to have these ideas that they kind of throw our way being a, a Spirit of Women Hospital. And we take those ideas and we bring in our health professionals, our clinicians, to help us promote different ideas that we can adapt um, and make relevant for our different communities. And so Erin has done a great job with this program, um, New Year, New You. So I thought it'd be great to to bring her on and help us to start on the right foot for a healthier new year. Now, Erin, we ended with your great smart goals for 2019, and I love that analogy, and I think that our audience can definitely use it. And again, I'm happy to send it um, anyone's way if they would like to uh, know more about it. Definitely um, shoot me an email, robin.sills at stmh.org. Um, but now you have something here I'd love to get into because I think this is very usable, and believe it or not, we we only have 20 minutes left here. Oh, my gosh. It goes so quickly. So I told you, we're only going to hit on part of what you have put together. So what you have here is called the Eight Meaningful Resolutions for Better Health. And I think that's great because these are little tips um, that you've researched that help individuals to start out on a path to better health. So maybe you want to share some of those um, with our audience. Sure. Um, yeah, this, and this was a part of a, a New Year, New You class um, that I put together and one that I'm going to be uh, running throughout the next month. Awesome. Um, and it was a way to look at some, you know, simple changes that can be made. Um, simple, but meaningful changes mm-hmm. that can be made that people really should focus on in the new year um, that, you know, when put together can make big changes in overall health. Um, And I tried to focus on, um, you know, not just the obvious diet, eating right, um, certainly that, but also some other topics that I think um, sometimes maybe we overlook, but that can have a really large impact on overall health. Um, So the ones that um, I looked at um, was getting in some sort of daily physical activity, um, trying to eat more fruits and vegetables. Um, trying to limit sugar, managing stress more effectively because we all know that can have a huge impact on overall health, Mm. Um, making sure you're getting your vaccinations and Mm. seeing your primary care physician, 
Um, getting enough sleep every night, also one I think that we overlook a lot in terms of you know its impact on overall health, um, especially during the busy holiday season. So right. it might be something to focus on now right. in the new year. Right. Um, looking at stopping smoking and then um, how we can nurture relationships. Uh, to also support our overall health. You know, that's really interesting. It's funny. I I heard an incredible homily at church on Sunday um, at St. Anthony from Father Cooney. And one of the things that he put that's a priority, because they were talking about New Year's resolution, and a lot of what you touched on here um, kind of played into this. But, you know, relationships, our friends and our family, you know, he talks about juggling things in the in the new year, right? So how many things we juggle. And, you know, one of them is work. One of them is our relationships, so family and friends. The other um, is definitely our health. So we're talking about that tonight. And the other was integrity, which I thought was really interesting. And he says, all but one of those are made of glass. And the one that's not made of glass is work. Work is made of rubber. So we can drop the rubber ball because it will bounce back. But the rest are made of glass, right? So it's so careful. You have to be so careful to juggle those things. And when you talk here right now, just it reminded me of it when you said nurturing your relationships. Why is that so important, do you think? Well, I think by nature, humans are social creatures. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, it's really important that we really nurture those relationships that we have. Um, and I talk about this a lot, especially when I go to the senior centers, yeah. um, because, you know, that's something, especially as people age, can become a little bit more difficult because, you know, you're losing your social circle a little bit, or sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to get out um, and, you know, um, make the effort to to see other people. But, um, you know, however you do it, uh, when I talk to them, we talk about all the different ways that you can nurture relationships. Um, And maybe that's just a daily phone call with somebody. Um, Maybe it's, you know, going to church on Sunday or getting out to the senior centers and having lunch with friends. Um, I think it's just such an important part of the human experience and when it's not there when those social connections are not there or as strong as they should be um, i really think it can have a tremendous impact on health and definitely stress yeah Um, so you know i like i said i tried to intentionally include things like this um, because it can have a big impact on health but sometimes we're not talking about it when we go in to see the doctor or when we talk about you know what what health goals I have for the year. but I love um, that. I think that's huge. I think that is so huge, and it really should be part of that smart goal setting that we have for ourselves. And yes, to do all those things that are achievable, we talked about, you talk about your diet, and you talk about your physical activity, but you know, looking at these eight different things and putting in nurturing relationships, that just, like I said, it made me think back to what that beautiful homily yeah. was on Sunday. And I think that that is so, so true that relationship is a huge part of what makes us who we are, right? Right. And I don't know about you, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm a social person. Yeah. Um, I also like my alone time. Right. But I find it really important for me to think about this one, nurturing my relationships, especially this time of year, because it's so easy for me to 
pull up in my yeah. little cozy, warm yeah, space sure. at home with just my immediate family. Yeah. Um, Especially during the winter time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially during um, the winter so time. So I really have to make it an intentional mm. decision um, and put myself out there to connect with my friends. Um, and I'm always so glad when I do. But it's just not as easy for me this time of year. So it's, I think it's an important one to, you know, for me especially, and probably for a lot of other people, to really think about that I know, love during this the winter months. I love this yeah. one, and I love that you're sharing that in our senior centers. And, you know, because it's so easy for us in the wintertime to curl up light the right. fireplace and that's when we eat really bad yeah. <laughs> right and we're not yes. getting our exercise right yep. what, for, what forces me outside in the winter is my golden retriever but you know those that don't have that you know you really have to push yourself and maybe it's connecting with your neighbor and putting your boots on and taking a good walk but it's that yep. socialization too right absolutely well and like you said earlier having having um somebody when you know you know you're meeting a friend or you right. know you're meeting a group to go for a walk you're kind of hitting a couple of things there you're getting yeah. the socialization you're nurturing your friend your relationships um, you're getting out for some physical activity and then it's you know knowing that there's a bit of an accountability there so yeah. it, that's that's a great one to help you hit a number of things that you might want to work on oh absolutely and you threw out something else you kind of just really quickly you said managing stress or talking about stress so i mean is that one of the things that you look at too when you think about your goals for your new year's resolution um i i do Uh, i think it's something that i'm always thinking about um i have two kids, two teenagers, um, <laughs> a job, a family, all of the kids and my husband's activities, yeah. um, and then, you know, just the normal stress of everyday life. Right. And um, I, I think that, you know, if you're not um, really making an effort to sit down and think about, okay, what am I doing in my life on hopefully a daily basis to help manage the stress levels a little bit. Right. Um, I think it's so easy in this day and age for the stress to become overwhelming. Um, and, and when I teach about stress, I always you know, teach that there's positive stress, mm. you, it's called eustress, and then there's negative stress that's called distress. So stress isn't necessarily a, a bad thing, it's just when it becomes unmanageable right. um, that it can lead to some pretty serious health consequences. Um, so I think it's important to think regularly about, you know, what you can do or what you are doing to help manage those, um, the stress in life. And if you think about it, if you're stressed, you do all the bad things that we're trying not to do with our smart goals, right? Right. Well, you can, yes. Right. Very, very easy to choose um, you know, to manage stress in ways that aren't quite healthy. So whether that's eating too much or eating some, you know, too many of the wrong things, um, or turning to, you know, substances, um, like chocolate. No, like well, chocolate's a good one. <laughs> um, chocolate doesn't count, Erin. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know so, that chocolate doesn't count? <laughs> no, I try not to count it, but well, it does. Um, but I think, yeah, you can choose ways that aren't so positive that right. can, you know, really take it a toll on our health. Um, or you can sit down and, again, you know, get a, get a piece of paper and a pencil out. What are some things that I can do, you know, regularly to mm-hmm. help manage my stress? And just thinking, and it, this is another thing that's very 
individual right. for each person. Right. Um, what is a stress reliever for me may not be a stress reliever for you. So kind of having an arsenal of tools that you can go to to help manage your stress is just a, a really good thing to sit down and think about and then put into action on a regular basis. And as people are thinking of their 2019 SMART goals, putting some of these things in that I'm going to have you elaborate on a little bit mm-hmm. is a good thing to start practicing because if they do have a situation that is stressful for them, they do, as you say, have something in their toolkit to be able to use to maybe help them relieve the stress in a more manageable way rather than picking up a cigarette or taking a drink or eating too much or getting lost in themselves and becoming depressed, right? Right, right, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, sitting down and putting some thought into it ahead of time mm-hmm. so that you know what you can go to and, you know, what might work for you in times of stress is a great thing to Mm. to think about it ahead of time so that it's there and ready for you. But also keeping in mind that, you know, some of the things we've talked about, like physical activity is a great one. Mm. It hits a number of different things. Um, So not only can it help to manage weight, not only does it improve cardiovascular and overall health, um, muscular and skeletal health, um, but it's a great stress stress management tool as well. So really thinking about, like, you know, I hate to... (laughs) multitask it, but hey, why not? If you're going to choose something to focus on in terms of, you know, health improvements to make, choose one like physical activity that gives you a lot of bang for your buck, Um, helps with the stress, and then helps with a lot of other um, things as well. And some of the, you know, some of the easy things, of course, are going for a walk or, you know, I don't know, taking a long hot bath, you know, things along those lines. But you have some other things listed here that are kind of neat, some other opportunities people should think about because they're new. And I think trying something new to put in your toolkit is also a really neat thing to do, like Tai Chi or something along Mm -hmm. those lines. Absolutely. Um, And I know at St. Francis, we have a phenomenal integrative medicine department um, that offers programs like yoga, like Tai Chi, Mm -hmm. massage therapy, um, mindfulness classes. Um, Gosh, what else we do? Acupuncture. So a lot of different modalities that can help with stress management. Um, But yeah, trying something new. I downloaded uh, an app on my phone last month. Um, that I've been trying to use. It's called, I think it's Mind, um, I'm going to get the, rent, the name wrong. I'll find it for you. But um, it's a, a meditation app because mm. I'm not very good at meditating because yeah, I can't turn my do. mind off. Yeah, it's really <laughs> hard to do. Really hard. Um, Headspace, it's called Headspace. Headspace but it takes cool. me through little, I can set the amount of time that I want to do the meditations. They start at three minutes. I think they go up to like 20 minutes, which I've never come anywhere near that. <laughs> um, but just a little quick, like midday, I can even set a reminder, time to meditate. Right. Um, and just a little five-minute guided meditation, taking the time to do it. And it's really... Um, you know, it's good. It's doing something for myself that's good for me mentally. That and it's free. Can, and it's free. Yeah. You don't have to join a gym to do that. No, right. right. Free app on my telephone. So my cell phone. So it's it's great. But finding things that maybe are a little bit out of your comfort zone, um, but but giving it a try because there's so you just never know what might what's going to do it, you know, what's going to stick. So, you know, if you take that analogy of meditation, let's just use that, right? Mm -hmm. And you take that analogy and you put it into your SMART goals. 
that would p- totally fit, right? Absolutely. So, so specific. I'm going to meditate. Mm-hmm. Measurable. Um, how how long? I'm going to do a five minute med- meditation. Um, that's achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Um, sorry. Is it uh, re- relevant? Thank you. Relevant for me. Um, <laughs> Yay yes, for is. me. I was, coming, I was, I was listening. Relevant, which is our spirit of women. Um, relevant to me, yes. Um, and timed. You know, how often am I going to do it? So I'm going to do it daily for, for five minutes. Right. Um, it's a smart goal. Right. And, and when we look at the achievable part, what am I looking to get from this? Right? Right. Yeah. So, um, but, but putting that time limitation daily. Yeah. Five minutes or three minutes, completely achievable for me. I can take, you know, in the moment it might not feel like I can take five minutes, but I can take five minutes out of my day to do this. And then once you've achieved, you know, your goal, you can go back and reset and add, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is this is just a jumping off point. So right. once I get better at it, um, you know, maybe you bump that up to a 10 minutes or a 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, giving it that time, making right. it something that's achievable, um, and then reevaluating and then going, you know, going from there. So let's recap, because believe it or not, we're almost at the end. Oh we're almost at the end, so I want to recap and make sure we get everything in. So we're talking about a the healthiest new year you can possibly do for yourself. New year, new you, 2019. And so happy to have you with us tonight, Erin. You are a wealth of knowledge. You've done an incredible job as health educator for our system. So the SMART goals, let's recap that one more time quickly for everyone. What does that mean? Sure. So a SMART goal is one that is specific. It's measurable. It's achievable. It's relevant to you. And it's time bound. And it could be anything. Anything, yes, whatever goal you're trying to accomplish this year, um, but very easy to do these in terms of health goals for sure. And some quick eight new you lifestyle things that people can do. So some things that you can do, um, physical activity on a daily basis. And Something, I tell people, anything. Know, uh, a- anything, and, and you know, just move a little bit more today than you did yesterday is a great way to start. Ideally, we'd be working up to about 30 minutes a day. But, you know, if you have to start at five minutes, start at five minutes and build from there. Mm-hmm. Um, eating more fruits and vegetables. So looking at how you can work more fruits and veggies into your daily um, diet. Um, very important. Making sure that you're getting enough sleep. A lot of us don't get enough sleep. So seven to nine hours roughly um, should be a goal for you. If you smoke, definitely one of the biggest bang for your buck changes you can make in terms of health is to stop smoking, um, nurturing those relationships like we talked about, making sure that you're taking care of your health through vaccinations and seeing your primary care doctor, um, eating less sugar. I, I wish we had talked about more that more because I think that's so important. Oh, we'll have you back. Don't worry. Okay, we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Um, but really looking at ways to cut out the sugar, which is in everything these days. Um, and then making a plan to, to help manage your stress. 
finding those tools that we talked about so that you've got an arsenal to help fight that stress when you need it. Well, don't worry. We're going to have dietitians on this month, too. I'll make sure they jump all over that last year. So I promise you, this will not end after tonight. We're going to have a full month of uh, Healthier You for 2019. So, Erin Ballou, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was awesome to have you. And I'm going to keep it an open-ended invitation. So, you know, we hopefully can bring you back and you can give us some more on different programs that you're doing out in our network. I would love that. Thank you, Robin. And Happy New Year again to you. Same to you. Good night. Bye-bye. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Um, That was Aaron Ballou from uh, St. Francis Trinity Health of New England, as well as uh, Johnson Memorial. Also, she does programming out that way, too, because they are part of our network. So one of the things that we do... um, for Trinity Health of New England, we do um, every time we have a meeting or every time we do a program, we always um, come up with an inspirational quote or a way for us to do a reflection to start the meeting off and give it give it meaning. So I found an incredible reflection for 2019. So I'm going to end the program with this reflection versus start it. So the reflection goes like this. Don't think about what can happen in a month. Don't think about what can happen in a year. Focus on the 24 hours in front of you and do what you can to get closer to where you want to be. So think about all those smart goals you want to accomplish and how much you can get done in 24 hours a day, a week, a month, and then a year. So this is Robin Sills from Trinity Health of New England, St. Mary's Hospital, wishing you a wonderful evening. And I will be back again in two weeks. Have Oh, no, actually, I'm back next Friday. Right. Yeah, I'm back here next Friday at 930 in the Barbara Davitine slot. Have a great weekend. radio station for news talk and your favorite oldies 1320 a.m w-a-t-r waterbury take action now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire get fire adapted learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org prepare protect prevail A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. News. The government shut down now in its 12th day, and after a meeting with President Trump and top lawmakers, it doesn't appear to be any closer to ending. At our last meeting, the president said, I am going to shut the government down. They are now feeling the heat. It is not helping the president. It is not helping the Republicans to be the owners of this shutdown. Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer, House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, saying Democrats were not interested in talking about border security. I was a little disappointed with um, 
I would say some on the other side. They wouldn't, once the secretary started, they, uh, the Senator Schumer interrupted her and they really didn't want to hear it. The president has invited lawmakers back for another meeting on Friday. Before the meeting, the president placed blame for the shutdown squarely on Democrats who objected to the $5 billion in funding for the border wall. We need a physical barrier. Everything else is bells and whistles. I know more about drones than anybody. I know about every form of safety that you can have. And it's all good, but it's just very minor compared to the power of a wall. The president with the comments after a cabinet meeting this afternoon. The FBI and ATF now assisting the Harris County, Texas Sheriff's Office after the seemingly random shooting of 7-year-old Jasmine Barnes. The little girl was killed after being shot outside a Houston area Walmart December 29th while in a car driven by her mother. Our goal is finding this individual, this coward, this shooter, uh, and finding this vehicle. And so that's our, our goal. And then everything's still on the table, whether there may may have been a previous connection of some kind that we simply don't know. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. Apple admitting demand for iPhones is decreasing. CEO Tim Cook warning revenue for the last quarter